Good morning, everyone. This is J.B. Hickson with MBW Ministries, proclaiming the clear, accurate, and urgent gospel message from my studio beneath the sky, tucked away under the tall timbers of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, and that means it's time uh, for another edition of World Events Update with our good friend, Grandpa Randy. Although I think we're going to start calling him Grandpa Claire, short for clairvoyant, because uh, some of our uh, folks uh, expect him to be clairvoyant and know everything with 100% accuracy. But, uh, you know, whatever you call him to me, he's just a great big lovable teddy bear who loves the Lord, uh, loves uh, our listeners and the body of Christ, and just really loves to be a blessing to all who uh, get the chance to know him and listen to this uh, podcast. So I can't wait to hear today's update. We'll bring Randy on here in just a second. Before we uh, get to that, though, just a couple of quick announcements. It's been a fantastic week already. We had uh, on Monday, we posted our podcast, Reasons for the Christian to Do Good Works. I hope you had a chance to listen to that uh, teaching. And then yesterday, uh, we posted our um, uh, appearance on Hope for Our Times with uh, Tom Hughes. It was called It's All a PSYOP. That was his name for it. And wow, what a great discussion. I just love Tom to death. His ministry reaches uh, so many thousands upon thousands of people. He's just got a great heart. Uh, lots going on in Hope for Our Times as they continue to expand. And it was such a privilege and honor uh, to be on his uh, program again uh, this week. And uh, we look forward to working with him more in the future. I'll see him uh, this coming week, uh, Sunday through Wednesday. I'll be down in Dallas. Uh, uh, we're going to be speaking at the Pre-Trib uh, Research Conference, um, and uh, can't wait for that. Lots of great ministries will be there. I'll be doing several interviews, three or four already lined up with different ministries that have asked me to uh, to come on. They set up different studios at the conference out in the lobby uh, and have some of the speakers uh, you know, sit in for 10 or 15-minute uh, interviews. So I'll be with Lamb and Lion. I'll be with uh, several others. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, we also did an interview with Don Perkins uh, that will air next week. So uh, that has now been recorded. What a fantastic interview. I'm still on a high from talking to him yesterday. Such a phenomenal speaker and uh, so privileged to have him on the MBW podcast. That will air next week. Uh, this week, though, we've got uh, tomorrow, we've got David Fiorazzo. I'll be looking forward to having him on the program talking about his brand new book. And then Friday, don't miss Friday's show, The Gospel, Global Elites, and the Next Generation, with a dear friend, first-time guest, Brett Nasworth. Uh, I was with him uh, last uh, couple of weeks ago uh, doing some teaching down in Texas. I've uh, known him for 20 years. He's got an unbelievable testimony. He spent uh, almost 20 years down in the Amazon jungle, one of the most remote parts of the earth. Um, two, or, two of his kids were born there, I believe. Uh, and uh, he's one of only about five people in the whole world that speaks Yanomamo. Uh, I think I've said that right, uh, that language of the, the uh, indigenous tribe there. So you want to hear that story and uh, some fascinating connections to the global elite. So anyway, uh, that's Friday. But today we've got Randy and uh, as a passage of scripture to kick off our uh, show. And by the way, thank all of you for uh, who participated in our Cyber Monday. Brooke put together uh, on her own initiative a great little sale where for the first time ever we had a package deal on my Spirit of the Antichrist and Spirit of the False Prophet books. Uh, that is now uh, over, uh, but uh, I'm sure if you reach out to Brooke, we can uh, help you out if you really wanted to get that deal and missed it. But uh, officially, it's over and it's no longer available on the store. But lots of you, I was really encouraged, took advantage of that, bought all three books. Uh, presumably some of you to maybe to give away to others, or maybe you have not had the chance to buy them yet and thought, here's a good chance to to save a little money. But anyway, uh, great, uh, you know, great weekend in that regard. And I appreciate Brooke, uh, all that she does for our ministry. Shoot her an email sometime, brooke at notbyworks.org. That's brooke with an E at notbyworks.org. I know she'd love to get some encouragement. Well, Colossians chapter 3 is where my uh, attention was drawn uh, this morning as I was getting ready for the podcast. You know, Colossians is one of Paul's prison epistles, the second prison epistle that he wrote out of four in the fall of 61 AD from Rome. And you get to chapter 3, and listen to what he says. Above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, 
teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You know, love truly is the supreme Christian virtue, uh, and it is one of the hardest things uh, for us to exercise, especially as we think and write and teach so much and study so much about the Luciferian conspiracy, because it is hard to think in terms of a loving attitude when you see all the evil that surrounds us. But uh, love, Paul says, is the bond of perfection in the sense that it's what unites believers and, and helps us move forward to the goal of spiritual maturity, uh, this, this bond of perfection, as it were. Perfection just means maturity there. And so I hope as we listen to Randy today and, and he and I dialogue about some of the current events that are going on, uh, we will all do our best to let the peace of God rule in our hearts, as he said. Uh, you know, it really is exciting when you think about uh, what is happening in the world. It can be frightening, but yet it should be exciting. It never should be scared, only prepared, and only know that uh, things are happening exactly the way the Lord expects them. Uh, too. In the next, over the next couple of weeks on Sundays, I'll be speaking on A Better Day is Coming and taking a glimpse at all of the uh, biblical passages that relate to the kingdom age after the tribulation, after the devastation, after the Antichrist and false prophets' reign of terror, and after the glorious return of our Lord. So hopefully uh, that will, uh, will help uh, folks as we uh, try to keep our minds set on things above, which is something else Paul said earlier in Colossians chapter 3. So the peace of God, you know, in, in the Bible, there's there's the, the peace with God, which I hope you have. You can only get that by trusting in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, as the, the one who can forgive sin and give eternal life. He died and rose again for your sins, and if you'll place your faith in Him, you will have peace with God. Paul said in Romans 5.1, we are justified um, by faith, and we have peace with God. So there's peace with God. I hope that you've trusted in Christ and been saved today. But then there's the peace of God, and that's what all believers should strive for as we walk in the Spirit, keep our minds set on things above, and just meditate on the Word of God. Notice he said, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. Uh, and that's uh, what we try to do here at NBW is at least uh, bring in the Scriptures on every uh, guest that we have and every show that we uh, talk about, and we're committed uh, to the to the teaching of the Word of God. And then there's peace on earth, and that's uh, is a good segue in to Randy, because there's not much peace on earth. you got peace with God, peace of God, peace on earth. Right now, that third one is the one that's lacking. Not much peace when we look around, but we know that one day the Prince of Peace will come back, sit on the throne, and we will find uh, that we are in the midst of unprecedented peace. But right now, Randy, not much peace, is there? No, no. I got to tell you what, there's less every day, and it gets to be more concerning every day. Um, many times, I don't know how I want to start these programs, because do you start with the worst? Do you start with the best? I think today we're going to start with the bizarre. People seem to really get into some of this stuff, so I've got some tidbits for you that over the Christmas holidays, when you're sitting there going, I ate too much, I should take a nap. Well, just look some of this stuff up because you're going to enjoy it. So we will get on with, should I say it like Ed Sullivan, a really big shoe or, you know, how do we introduce it? So, <laughs> that works anyway. for me. Yeah. I mean, I know some of you are not old enough to know who Ed Sullivan is. I don't need to hear it because I hear it from my kids. So anyway, let's start off with some good stuff. I think it was January or February, we were talking about Nikola Teslov and all of the great stuff that he has, uh, or he did think about, invented in Tesla. You have to understand, he was not really recognized for anything until after he died. Very unpopular for some reason, but, you know, as we go through some of this stuff, and it's totally bizarre, but I've got some people helping me do some research. And Mike, Matt, Rod, Eric, Jason, thank you so much because I think you have dug up stuff that nobody knows. All right. So anyway, Mr. Tesla, when he died, he left 80 boxes of information, uh, research, experiments, etc., in his apartment, basically. Well, the FBI was kind enough. They had a room monitoring him 24-7, just about three rooms down from where he lived. And they went in, and they didn't care about the body. What they cared about were the boxes. 
Well, they went through the boxes, and for some reason, only 60 of the boxes are now known to be available. And they are in the Tesla Museum. I believe it's in Serbia. And it's really hard to get in there now because of the wars and everything else. But the 20 boxes that were left were examined by Donald Trump's uncle. And we've mentioned this before. He was in charge of the FBI group that was supposed to monitor Tesla and then go through all of his boxes before he was actually buried and the place was closed. Now, there were 20 boxes that are missing, and they've been missing. Nobody knows where they went or what's in them. But I've got a guy that's more tenacious than I am, and I find that truly scary. But he's been working on this since February. It's amazing that we found some of these, the information in these boxes that we already have as the um, HARP people, H-A-A-R-P, which we have discussed many times, uh, some are at the FBI, et cetera. But going through all of this stuff that we can find that there are patents on, it's, re it's really easy because it's easy to see how they did it because they put all the patents in people's names rather than in HARP or the U.S. government or anything like that. So you have to find out either the um, patent number or the name. And so far, we have a few of them. But when you go through these, they start to explain a lot of things that are going on right now. Now, I'm going to have to read this because, unfortunately, I can't memorize this all anymore. Um, all right. There is a patent, 4,686,605, which basically deals with the interruption of systems, airplanes, and missiles. Now, we talked about the Chinese being able to download our launch codes. Well, isn't it amazing that we have a patent from back in 1987 where we already knew that? Hmm. All right. We have another patent. Basically, this one is 5,038,664. And basically, this is an invention which uh, talks about particles, particle drifts, talks about the planets, um, talks about collision with missiles between each other, etc. Then we have another one. This is patent 5,218,374. And this is basically a transfer of energy by electromagnetic waves to a remote device. All right. Also talks about distributing electricity under the ground so that people would be able to use it. And then we get to a really interesting, basically, I'm not going to go through all of these. Just bear with me for a second while I find this. All right. Patent 4,817,495 talks about the reentry vehicles on missiles, how to interfere with those, how to take them down, all kinds of good things, what a missile system is, what it consists of. And basically, we're starting to find where, you know, this um, death rate that he had. These closely resemble exactly what Tesla had supposedly in the boxes. So somebody had to read his research to understand it and get a patent on it. And since we're talking the uh, youngest one is 1990 in the name of an individual, what I'm thinking is Trump's uncle took out what he thought was good, what he wanted to keep, and then basically said the rest of it's junk. We don't need it. It has no bearing on anything. Now, I don't know how many more of the what do I want to say? Patents we're going to find with all this good, useful energy, all this electricity, missile systems, and everything else. But what we're seeing right now are patents that are 30, 40 years old. These people have known this stuff about computers, about weapon systems, but they've hidden it from us. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody understands. They took it, put it in somebody else's name, and now they have 
uh, deniable plausibility. Plausible yeah, deniable, excuse me. Yeah, so, no, no question. Yeah, I mean, the thing that people need to understand is the best way to research is to go back and look you know, decades earlier at programs like HARP, like DARPA, like other black op ops and, and secret, uh, and you know, uh, programs and secret research that's being done. Uh, I think we've mentioned many times, and I think most people know this, that by the time something reaches mainstream with Apple or Microsoft or whoever, it's already been out there for, for years. I mean, take the internet. It didn't become really widespread until the 90s, um, but it was used in military, uh, you know, applications for, for decades, or at least, you know, almost two two decades. So uh, HARP, for those who don't know, it's up in Alaska. It's actually, officially, it's supposed to be a program of the University of Alaska Fairbanks, but it's very uh, easily, easy to be shown that it was funded by the U.S. government and other uh, not so benevolent uh, groups, but it stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, HARP. I've, re I've read several books about it. I've talked about it in some of my books. Uh, one of the best uh, books that really explains kind of some of the nefarious uh, purposes of HARP is, uh, I think it's a book called Angels Don't Play This HARP. It's a play on words. It's HARP with two A's. Again, that stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, you've got this, uh, you know, documentation from Tesla's day uh, of a lot of the types of things that are happening today. And even in recent years, we've seen a proliferation of energy-related weapons. You know, you think about all the, the West Coast fires a couple of years ago, or you think about what happened down in uh, Maui, and uh, just there's just a lot of things. We don't know. We can speculate. We can make educated guesses. I don't know that anybody that's not in on it knows exactly what all uh, happened, but it definitely seems that there's a connection between uh, energy being used as a weapon uh, and weaponized uh, and uh, a lot of the things that we see in the news lately. Would you agree with that? Definitely. I mean, when we look at Lahaina, there were people that said it appeared that the ground underneath the grass, you know, underneath was on fire. Well, that makes no sense because the fire would almost always be on top of that. But one of these patents deals with an energy source that would do exactly that. So you look at that, you look at the death ray, you look at all this other stuff that he was doing, and it just shows you they've had this information forever, but they're hiding it from us. There are so many things they're hiding. What do we know is true? What do we suspect? Uh, I found another curious little um, incident. This is called the Yashimata treasure. It just, it was theoretical, but I don't think it's theoretical at all because it was basically treasure from the World War II era where the Japanese had buried uh, large amounts of gold, other artifacts, treasures, etc. Supposedly that, um, is, uh, you know, it's, it's hearsay, but yet when Truman was asked about it by some of the generals, he said, keep it. Now, we always wonder, where does the Pentagon get all of their money, right? Well, the Pentagon has how many different air bases, sub bases, army bases in that area? Why are they clustering so many in one area? Do they know where that treasure is? Are they secretly looking for it? I mean, there's a lot of speculation. And understand, that's exactly what this is. But the more stuff that I get into, the weirder it gets. I found out just last night. That as you travel the United States, we have what are called FM low power stations. Now, basically, your FM stations, your radio stations, etc., you listen to, you listen to music and stuff, right? The low power basically have a radius of about 10 miles. And anybody can set it up, get a license for it. And one of the uh, frequency used is 96.7 FM. Now, there are like 54 of these stations in New York. Pretty much all the stations or all the uh, states have these. But what I found really bizarre, I went on and listened to this. And I got to tell you what, it makes absolutely no sense what they're saying, what they're doing. I don't know if they're just putting chatter out there so the uh, airwaves are full so they don't lose their license. 
But I wonder how many of them are available and what are they used for? Because when I listen to this, with the tones that they were using, what they were discussing, frankly, give me give me the creeps. Mm. And there isn't a lot that gives me the creeps besides what you bring up in your sermons and L.A. brings up in his. <laughs> I mean, some of those just simply uh, go, oh. <laughs> so we have these little stations. We know about all of the tunnels under the United States. We know about this lost treasure worth between three and seven trillion dollars. And you're going, OK, so what do we really know that they're telling us? Supposedly, there is a new COVID virus. There is a respiratory pneumonia virus coming in from China. Uh, dogs are coming down with respiratory illnesses, infections. And where does this stuff jump out of, right? I mean, is this another plant by the Gates Corporation, as I call it, of the WEF and globalists spreading this? I mean, they're all too similar. And it's really interesting the time of the year they bring this on with Christmas, Thanksgiving. You know, they say, well, we haven't detected it in the United States yet. When you look at the amount of travelers on Thanksgiving and on the rest of the two months prior to that, it's only a matter of time until we get hit with it and everybody starts getting sick. Then we'll finally find out a little bit more about it. Yeah, um, you know, another, real quick, another thing that uh, indicates that this information is out there, and I, I, I touched on this for a different reason this past Sunday uh, when I talked about Daniel's stunning prophecy for Israel, but I opened up to, to use an illustration about predictions, and I talked about predictive programming in television and the movies. And often you'll see <clears throat> these types of things that are really happening exposed through so-called fiction or especially science fiction. Uh, and what people don't realize is that Hollywood, from its inception, has had a long-standing connection to the Luciferian elite. And those are not just uh, you know, creative writers that are coming up with ideas that, uh, lo and behold, happen to come true someday. No, they're usually test marketing some of the things that they're working on in the lab. And so these death rays that you're talking about, you know, just think Star Trek, uh, you know, you see a lot of the manifestations of these uh, types of things, like even the tablets that are so commonplace now, iPod, iPads and stuff, you know, those were in the flip phones and uh, video conferencing. That was unheard of when it was first uh, brought out to the mainstream through science fiction, uh, television and movies. But in reality, they knew it was already uh, possible. That So TV and, uh, is, is a great way for Satan and his earthly accomplices to kind of tip their hand a little bit at what's coming. Yes. Well, I mean, we talked about the COVID vaccinations probably being targeted virus um, viruses to be used against whatever segment of the population they want to use it against, right? Then we talked a couple of weeks ago about the PKU test that every infant in the United States is born by law has to have a drop of blood to be tested for the PKU uh, enzyme. And you're wondering, okay, we know Texas sold that information to the feds. How many other states have done the same thing? And when you look at the mRNA vaccinations from Moderna and from Pfizer, you know, they would be so easy to manipulate. You know, we want this portion of the population we don't think serves a purpose. We want to get rid of them. Give them the COVID vaccination and you can accomplish that. I mean, we look at all the young sports people that died from this stuff. We look at the way the nursing homes were ravaged by this. Uh, I think it all fits right in to their population or depopulation scenario. And that's exactly what they wanted. Hmm. Now, there are so many things going on that we're going to go over a few things that are kind of off in the corner here just for people to know. I keep seeing on TV, on podcasts, there's going to be another stimulus check. No, there is no more stimulus, no more free money coming from Uncle Sam. You may get a tax refund this time of the year, no more stimulus. Hmm. Uh, the Medicare Advantage program is being basically thrown out the door by large hospital chains. They can't make money. So if you've got Medicare Advantage, when you go in, they're going to refuse to take that as payment. Hmm. So you might want to check and see if there's a program that's better for you. Um, Amazon now has a chatbot called Q, which is not just a chatbot anymore. 
it's actually starting to use generative AI. Now, because this is so rapidly expanding and everything, and it's getting more technical than I'm qualified for, what I do is I kind of mention it here, but when Shane does his podcast, I've sent this to him. He is much more qualified to comment on any of this AI stuff, all right? So we talk pretty much every day. He's got this stuff. I'm sure he's going to bring it in so you can listen to it. You should listen to his latest podcast just a couple of days ago, wasn't it? I think it was last week on, I believe it was Friday. But by the way, uh, let me throw in this plug. You, Both you and Shane are going to be joining us for this Saturdays. We're doing a Saturday premier member uh, exclusive live Zoom session, and we're going to let you guys take questions. I appreciate your willingness to do that. Shane has agreed uh, to be on as well. And so you'll get to meet these guys. You'll get to ask them questions directly, but that's for our premier subscribers only. We've had lots of folks over the last couple of weeks have have signed on, uh, and we're really that segment is really growing. Uh, and uh, so if you're interested, just go to Not By Work works.org click on the store button and then uh, see, you'll see the premier membership as an option there it's a small monthly fee and uh, then you can also pay annually and save a little bit of money you can cancel at any time uh, it comes with lots of exclusive content a lot of the podcasts like this one that you listen to and all of our podcasts and videos from conferences and so forth are free um, everybody gets those but a lot of them like this one we post the video version of it so you can actually see uh, Randy in his flannel shirt and rocker with an Afghan draped over his lap as he waxes eloquent, Grandpa Randy. But no, you can actually- With my, with my pipe. With your pipe, of course, yeah. Uh, you can actually see uh, me talking with the guests and see our interaction, uh, you know, face to face. So uh, that's just one of the benefits of our premier uh, subscription. We do these exclusive Zoom sessions, which are live. They're also recorded. So if any of our premier members can't make the uh, scheduled live session, they can go back and onto their premier site and look at it, uh, you know, anytime. Uh, we have exclusive content. We have special documents. We provide all the. Uh, PowerPoint slides from every one of my uh, messages. So anyway, just give that some thought and prayer. Uh, if you uh, are interested, you can check that out uh, at uh, notbyworks.org. And by the way, I don't want to say too much about this, but if anybody uh, would like to be a part of the Premier subscription and uh, you know finances are tight, we never want money to be an, a hindrance to furthering the gospel. Obviously, uh, we can't uh, give all of this away. We've got to make a living and we've got to provide for our expenses and the cost of our resources, books and DVDs and, and so forth. But uh, we just, you know, I always feel a little uneasy talking about the Premier subscription uh, option in case there's someone out there thinking, boy, I'd really like to do that, but I just, uh, my budget doesn't allow right now. Uh, shoot us an email if that's the case. That's all I'm going to say. So, Randy, back to you. Okay. Now, we all know what Diet Cola, Diet Pop looks like, basically. I don't know if you can see this. I like Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Diet Dr. Pepper contains aspartame, okay? It's an artificial sweetener. Now, when you get the Dr. Pepper that says no sugar, you better look at it very closely because what they're doing, they're using sugar alcohols. Now, everybody goes, well, why does that matter? Well, it contains xylitol, which if your pet gets a hold of it, it will kill them. Xylitol for diabetics. Um, I had, had uh, about a week, 10 days, maybe about a month ago, where I couldn't get my blood sugar down because I'm diabetic. Okay, working on it, working on it, working on it. And I'm going, what is causing this? So then I looked at the no sugar added root beers and diet Dr. Pepper that I've got. And guess what? Those sugars are basically xylitol. So while they can say they're zero calories and no sugar, xylitol is man-made, of course. It has no fructose. So they get by with saying it has no sugar. Well, I will tell you what, the sugars in the uh, no sugar added, the no calorie, read it carefully because not only will it kill your dog, it raised my blood sugar from 120 to 280 mm. with one bottle of that stuff, same size. Mm. 
Wow. So watch, watch what they're advertising, because not only are you getting less of what you think you're purchasing, because, you know, they're all uh, basically charging more, giving you less. There's also some very dangerous stuff in this. So if it says xylitol, or now they're calling it birch sugar. Birch sugar and xylitol are the same thing. So if you're diabetic and you think you're behaving and you're drinking that stuff, you're not. Yeah. You are really messing up your body, and that's candies, gums, all of that stuff. Yeah, asper aspartame is really bad. It's there've been lots of research yes. done on that, and it's something you should absolutely avoid. I agree. Yep, the aspartame and the xylitol. Aspartame is not good, but I think the xylitol is probably more deadly, faster. Hmm. All right. Now I got a hold of this yesterday for the people that basically had their loans forgiven by Mr. Biden. All right. Uh, I've got the figures that will go over here in just a little bit. But here's what they sent to these people. They sent a message from President Biden. It's just a big advertisement saying, if you think we've done a wonderful job for you, share your story about what this relief has mean, meant to you. Go ahead and click on it. Well, when I got a hold of this, I'm going, well, I have nothing to lose, so whatever, right? So I brought it up. It wants to know my name, my email, my postal cord, or code, excuse me. And then at the bottom, it says, record or upload your video. They want you to do a video telling how wonderful this was. Now, I got to tell you what, I don't know how far they'll stoop on an election, but I'm so sick of hearing about this. It's kind of like all the advertisements for Medicare Advantage and the stuff we're hearing now. It's about enough to make a man nuts. But I mean, nobody's, nobody. this is not a popular thing with people that work, that pay off their debts, but yet they're going to have videos made. And they're where are they going to use this? On his advertising campaign as he tries to become president again? I mean, let's face it, it misinformation, disinformation is more prevalent than actual information. <laughs> it, like your uh, one podcast, it's all a psyop. Yeah, it is. After looking at the stuff that we found that Tesla had and finding all of these patents and looking at what's available now, you don't know what's real, what's not real. And I got to tell you what, we've talked about Bluebeam. Bluebeam, that project could well be in effect. We don't even know it. Could be called something else. I mean, we look at the wars. We're spoon fed what they want us to know. And that's all you're going to hear about unless you've got friends, acquaintances or whatever that can give you some good information. So be very careful what you actually believe. Absolutely. And to add to that, we now have a new supercomputer. We talked about the uh, quantum computer, what, two months ago that could do one quadrillion or one quintillion calculations a second. We now have one called Aurora AI. It will do two quintillion calculations per second. Hmm. Now, it is half the size of a football field. Think of how big this is. Think of the power that runs. But being that fast, think of the information it can process for the military, for the government, for everybody else. And we all know that um, we don't trust the government, never have, and it's getting worse now because – one thing that I don't have, I have told some people about this, and I want to, I'm going to interject it now so I don't forget it. If you have an iPhone and you updated uh, the iOS 17.0, um, go in your phone, go into where it, <clears throat> it says the uh, settings, go into settings, everybody knows where's that, where that's at, go into general. Look for a title called Airdrop, all right? Now, basically what this is doing is pairing anybody's phone with somebody else's without your knowledge. If they get close to you, they get to know what's on your phone. Now, why Apple ever put something like that in there, I don't know. But to do, uh, do yourself a favor, switch it to off. Otherwise, anytime you're standing by somebody, they're going to be able to tell everything that's on your phone. 
Now, I think law enforcement was really concerned because that's where I first learned about this. But um, I'm telling you, protect yourself. Now, Android, I don't use Android. I don't know if they have something similar, but I check just yeah. to keep you, your kids and everybody else safe. Good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the the, the smartphones are all about spying. I've said before, you know, anytime you see the word smart, it just thinks spy. That's what they're that's what they're doing. And uh, I know, you know, we've got one, so I'm I'm guilty as well. But in an ideal world, you'd get rid of all that and just uh, not carry one with you. And I have several friends that that do that. And I admire them. I'm kind of jealous of them uh, where we're where we are in our life and ministry right now. We are you know using some of the devil's tools that uh, are meant for evil to try to, you know, as long as we're still kicking, uh, make a difference in this world and spread the gospel. And that's uh, that may sound like an excuse, but uh, in any event, that's where we are. And I get that's where most people are. So at least if you're going to have a smartphone, you know, recognize some of the dangers and try to mitigate them a little bit. You need to be smarter than your phone, basically. Well, that's tough. I, I don't know if that's even possible, Randy. I'm still trying to catch up with you, my friend. No, 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 no. I, I used to have a flip phone. Everybody made fun of me. I got rid of it and got an iPhone. I wish I had the flip phone because, you know, you couldn't do anything with that. You yeah. couldn't track me unless you were law enforcement. So, yeah, technology, I'm starting to hate it. But I, I remember whatever. when you had a flip phone, and I got to tell you, it, it changed my life when you got a smartphone because you were much easier to reach, I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I may, I may go back to an abacus and, you know, some ancient type of uh, writing. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Okay, let's talk about the really bad stuff. All right. 25% of the Americans are still paying off the debt that they charged on their credit cards a year ago for 2022. Black Friday, that weekend was unheard of, the amount of things that were purchased. I mean, basically, uh, they say $9.8 billion was spent for that weekend. Problem is, it all went on charge cards. Now, nobody's thinking about that. Either that or thinking about it, we're going down. We can't afford it. Let's have one more nice Christmas. I don't know. But I do know that the national debt is almost up another trillion from a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, the unfunded liabilities are what worry me the most. We have 34 trillion. Understand that is the national debt. The unfunded liabilities are just unbelievable. You know, it's to the place where it's $630,000 for each citizen. Uh, bankruptcies are $390,000. Foreclosures at $115,000. Yeah, 115, Unemployed are $11 million. A new car, the average is $51,000. I mean, I didn't pay that for my first house. And yes, I am ancient. I understand that. But... It was in a different century, a different decade, but it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, your first house, it it probably, to be fair, probably didn't have, you know, running water and electricity either back then, did it? <laughs> I've heard that so often. I don't know why I still laugh. Um, <laughs> let me put it like this. We did, but I had an uncle that used, with his family, an outhouse. Yeah. Out in a little garage, they had to go out in the middle of the winter and everything else. It took them years to actually get plumbing and everything else. So while it's funny, it really wasn't. I didn't like going over there in the winter. I bet. Not, not, not a pleasant thing at all. All right. Somebody questioned whether or not we actually had the uh, Black Star aircraft. Now, I love it when you guys debate this stuff, want to know more facts and stuff, but understand something. When I tell you something is going on, it's going on because I have vetted this three ways till or seven ways to Sunday, I guess is the old saying. But if you don't believe me, go into the app, which is the U.S. debt clock, which we've talked about before, gives you the deficit, deficit gives you the earnings, everything else. If you go where it says I think it says additional or something like that. It's got a bunch of different information for you. Go down to the black ops budget. The SR-22 is listed there and how much we've already spent on it. So 
If you don't believe me, you don't believe my sources. Look at that because it wouldn't be there if we weren't spending money on it. So just, you know, a little bit of something to verify what we say. All right. Now, the Japanese scientists have basically transgendered catfish. They have a compound that uses soybean called isoflavin. What they do, they feed the fish enough of that, they all become female. 97% of it. Now, they've also used that on sturgeon where you get caviar because they produce more eggs, so they don't need a male except for breeding once in a while. So they start using this. Now, genetically modified, just like a lot of the foods that we eat. So you have to kind of wonder, what are they giving us? And yeah. why are they giving it to us? They've been experimenting on those tadpoles for, I, I remember first hearing about it 15 years ago. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's sad but true. And again, people are going to find this shocking if you haven't heard it before. But a lot of the stuff they put in our foods and medicines, especially pharmaceuticals for young people, uh, does have an impact uh, genetically on you know on your your gender really and it's it's what we call the feminization of boys uh you mm -hmm. know we see that it's by design satan hates gender i call it the gender surrender movement i have a whole chapter on it in in the spirit of the antichrist volume two and he hates gender because gender is uh part and parcel to the image of god and man god created mankind male and female and that's part of the the image bearers that we are and so he's trying to destroy gender and if you don't think he's doing that chemically uh and surreptitiously by the way we we have all this talk about uh you know gender transition surgery and people intentionally doing it and even their children doing it and you parents aren't able to stop it uh <clears throat> because the government prevents them all that kind of horrible stuff but it's been going on passively for a long long time well, and people don't understand just how far this stuff goes, how far up the chain it goes. But we talk about human trafficking every once in a while, right? So a 30-year veteran of the State Department by the name of Stephen Ivanik, uh was responsible for all of the federal schools on military bases. He was just arrested for child trafficking. That. Now, I don't know how many hundred thousand children have went through those schools, but just think of what may possibly have happened to them, what they've been exposed to. Um, it gets worse and worse and worse. I mean, I like to find nice, gentle, positive things to talk about, but I figure we'll let that to your other guests. I'll give the gloom and doom. That way they know what to shut off and what to turn off. Okay. Uh, China just bought 20 more tons of gold, and uh, they are well on their way. They took the treasuries that they had, they dumped them, and they bought gold. The treasuries, they can't sell them to anybody, so they're buying them back. So treasury yields are going up and down. Stock market's going nuts. Gold and silver are going up every day. Uh, the banks have now laid off 55,000 people. Now, they're closing branches. They're closing ATMs. And a, a couple of uh, examples. We have a bank here where I live. It's got different branches. They've taken the loan officers and everybody else out of there. All they have are tellers. They can make no decisions. There's one teller in the state or one loan officer in the state that handles all of the applications. So you're going to wait and wait and wait. Uh, a lot of other Banks are doing that. We see uh, Jamie Dimon. We see Bezos and those guys that are basically liquidating their stock, making money. So you know something's happening. Now, two things I want you to watch out for. We talk about credit cards all the time because I think they're the bane of society. Um, I did some research, and there was a credit card out there. It's not there any longer. It's been taken over by a different credit card through the same company. But the interest rate was 79.9%. Are you kidding me? Whoa. No. And that was first premiere. So they got enough flack that they lowered it to 36%, plus all their fees. So they're probably there anyway. So when you get a credit card, you go, oh, let's go use it. Well, it's 79%. I don't know what you plan on charging on that, but 
be very, very careful because otherwise you're going to say, you know, we'd like your car back. We'd like your house. Um, another scam going on. I mean, you see if, you, if you charge if you charge anything more than a nickel piece of bubble gum, you'd go bankrupt. I mean, at that. Interest. Yes. I mean, the usury rate, you would think the usury rate in a state would prevent that. Right. But guess what? Most of the states have done away with usury rates. Mm-hmm. Now it's whatever they want. Go to a pawn shop. You pawn something, you come back 400 percent interest. I mean, what they're doing, they're taking the people that can't afford this stuff. They're, you know, they're they've already liquidated all of their funds. They've liquidated their 401ks. Now they're going to their credit cards or they're selling something to a pawn shop thinking everything is going to get better. And it's not. But the one scam I hate the worst, it says no interest if paid by a certain date. Read the fine print, because if you don't pay it off by that date, they go back and they assess interest from the day you purchase that. And all of a sudden you've got a payment coming at you. You can't delay it. So watch out for the scams because they're going to have no mercy on them. Mm. And these are the two. I mean, credit card rate is 79 percent. That's I mean, I wouldn't have believed it if I wouldn't have read it. And you can check it out on WalletHub if you want further verification. All right. There is a new federal law coming out that you're going to really, really enjoy. Basically, anybody that's a private business owner and there are a bunch of prerequisites is going to have to now fill out about a 40 or 42 page form. They want to know who you are. They want your driver's license. They want everything you do. And basically, when you get down to the bottom of it, they're going to keep track of every penny you spend because they want to know certain transactions, how much they were, who they went to. They want to know how long have you been in business? What are your assets? Now, one of the problems I see coming for the bullion dealers, especially, they're going to have to fill this out. They're going to have to keep track of all their transactions. And while the government right now you can buy and purchase gold and silver, et cetera, as long as it is an actual United States denomination, there's no tax on it. They don't keep track of it. But I think they're going to change that. So if you sell a bunch of gold or silver, they're going to know very shortly because this is all computerized. So what they're doing, they're herding us into the cattle chute for the slaughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've talked about the income taxes. We've talked about all the other stuff that they've been doing. But I got to tell you what, watch them, because on your next income tax filing, I think you're going to have to use FedNow to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the CBDCs will be in effect by then. I don't know that they'll ever do that. So I'm still of the opinion we may not have an election in 2024. I believe that they got some things in the works we're not going to like. And our next leader could very well wear a uniform. <laughs> Take that any way you interpret it. Yeah. And by the way, just to clarify, you're saying may not be an election. I've said that before. It doesn't guarantee it. Yes. We're not, we don't have a crystal ball. Um, but uh, yeah, I think going back to you know the, these reports for small businesses, not sure if it's going to apply to nonprofits or not. But uh, I just think it's it's a good idea now more than ever for folks to consider uh, when they make purchases that are of interest to the bad guys, such as weapons or precious metals, doing it off the books. And there are ways to do that legally. I mean, it's completely legal. Uh, you know, uh, you don't have to buy a gun from a uh, gun store, for example, you don't have to buy metals from a metals dealer. You know, you have to be careful. You want to make sure you, you know, you don't do anything by mail with someone you don't know. And, you know, I'm talking about metals there. I don't think you can purchase guns by mail, but you can certainly go to gun shows in certain states and meet out in the parking lot and make uh, make trades. And it's all off the books. So know your laws. Don't do anything that's going to get you in trouble. That's the last thing you need. But yeah. at the same time, now more than ever, be aware that, you know, when you purchase things through traditional means, you're being tracked. And this is not a time that you want to be on a list. No. And and be aware of all the scams that are going on. Be be aware of the cybercrime, the hackers. I mean, the North Texas, uh, what is it, lift station that provides water. They hacked into that, shut it down. 
they required a ransom before they'd let it go. That also happened in Pittsburgh. I mean, all of a sudden, you don't have water. It is just over there. Mm. So we know they're out there, but they're getting more, what do I want to say, gutsy. They're a lot more in your face. Um, anyway, we'll go over the hackers and stuff more down the road after I talk to Shane, see what he wants to happen. But just understand, they, um, they're more active and they can pretty much get into anything they want to. All right, we have talked in the past about the auto industry and how they're in trouble. Well, here are some, this is the inventory for a few companies. This is the amount of vehicles they cannot sell. All right, Dodge has a 186 day surplus. Chrysler, 135 day surplus. Ram, 129 day surplus. Jeep. 123-day surplus, and Lincoln, 120-day surplus. In other words, those are sitting there. Nobody's buying them. Nobody's driving them. And just basically, um, you know, wasting money. They're paying the union wages, trying to keep up. It's going to have to change. What's amazing about that is it wasn't too long ago during the pandemic uh, when parking, uh, you know, dealership lots were empty. You couldn't find a car. I mean, they were literally empty. You'd go in and you want to get something and they'd be like, well, it's a six six month wait because of the supply chain and, and all of that. And now here we are sitting with this surplus and rates are just through the roof. Um, you know, it's just, it's amazing how they're setting up the perfect economic storm in my mind. They are. I mean, Charlie Munger, which was Warren Buffett's right-hand man for years and years and years, died yesterday. Uh, you should go back and listen to some of his podcasts. Very wise man. Uh, he and Warren Buffett basically built an empire of which they have $157 billion they want to invest, but they can't find anything they want to invest it in. So that tells you where the really smart people are going. We're not going to the stock markets or anything else. Now, you have... Do you have his cell number? I could recommend uh, one nonprofit I'm aware of called Munger's M or Buffett's. Either one. I'll, well, Munger, he's dead. So unless I. Yeah, he's not going to answer. He's going to be hard to reach. He's going to be hard to reach. But yeah, I'm just saying if they're looking for a place to invest a billion dollars, I could make a suggestion or two. Well, I can tell you where Warren Buffett lives. He's in Omaha, at least one of his houses. And I think it's 8,000 or 8,800 Farnham Street. Hmm. Good luck getting an audience with him. He's yeah, got right. um, uh, security that's pretty buff. Just so <laughs> no, you understand what you're going to be going up against. <laughs> you know, on a lighter note, uh, AI has now translated the King James Bible into the Pirate Bible. <laughs> Wine Press News had this. You, you need to you need to look it up because it's hilarious. You know, it talks about Jesus walking the plank instead of being, you know, hung on the cross. I mean. Who has time for this? Yeah, just it's just 20, another way to marginalize God's word and turn it into just another toy to play with rather than the infallible, inerrant, sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, you know, tool that it is, you know. Exactly. I mean, it's it's just to the point of bizarre. I mean, it's $29.92. Why would I spend almost 30 bucks on something I would never open, you know, for a couple of laughs, maybe if you're playing a, a game at Christmas. But all right. Everybody knows the tensions that are going on in Israel and in the uh, Ukraine in that area. Ukraine was basically told, we are out of money. Good luck. Here's $100 million. We don't have anything else to send you. So Zelensky's crying and whining. But yet last week, he went and bought two, not one, but two yachts. He spent $75 million. I'm thinking that would have bought some ammunition or something, right? But no, he's more interested in playing the game. So I have no sympathy for them. It's all a game. It's all theater. It has been all along. Uh, it's where they're manipulating uh, the public. But behind the scenes, it's just script writers saying, what should we pretend to do next? It's been that way for a long time. It is. Now, North Korea has been moving troops and tanks to the DMZ. South Korea's thinking that an impending attack is going to be happening. So we've got an aircraft carrier. We have nuclear subs in the area. We have 28,000 men on the DMZ. 
Uh, so they are at risk because a crazy little North Korean might do it. Now, up until a month or six weeks ago, he had two satellites that we have postulated might be some kind of a cyber weapon because the satellites go from south to north rather than from north to south. They're the only two satellites that have ever done that. Since they were launched, there was no, after they were initialized in orbit, there was never any communication. Now they've degraded, so you can't follow them, but they're still in orbit. But the North Koreans did put a new satellite up. It's called the Malagyan 1. Supposedly, it's a spy satellite. And from what I've seen, he's taken pictures of the White House and everything. And he's provided those to Joe Biden, just saying, I know where you live. He has ballistic nuclear missiles. So if I was Joe, I'd be changing an address. I would retire if I was Joe Biden. And I would move to a nursing home somewhere in Kansas. He's nice and safe, and the world is better off. Just a suggestion in case he's listening. Yeah, I, I don't think he is, although his cronies at the NSA are listening. I guarantee you that. <laughs> but uh, don't forget, if he were to retire today, that leaves us with Kamala Harris. Is that any better? I'm sure they have plans for her. Uh, okay. I don't know what those plans are, and I wish her no ill. But if Joe disappears, I think I'd resign, too. Now, that's just my feelings, you know, whatever. Well, if Joe disappears, he could just be lost. I mean, you might start looking in the closet or something. He might have went, went to use the restroom and wound up in a broom closet for all we know. Well, he's in Colorado today. Oh, that's Travel right. Tim are the Clintons and Michelle Obama. Now, is he going to retire today, putting Harris in there? If he does that, if he, if he voluntarily resigns, Kamala Harris gets to put in a vice president temporarily that has to be voted on by both the right. House and the Senate. Yeah. Now, what if she would just put in somebody like Michelle Obama? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. going to be a sale right there to all the Democrats in the Senate. And there are enough turncoats in the House. She could be the president, never, you know, vice president, never be elected. Yeah, I tell you, I I forgot he was here today. I thought about going to to see him uh, at one of his speeches, but then I decided I'd rather have a root canal and a colonoscopy simultaneously. Uh, that would be more fun. So that's what I'm going to do. And a lot more informative. I can tell you that. <laughs> but just my opinion, but I'm pretty certain. Now, the last thing I have, this is a concern. We now know that the Cubans have Russian bases in Cuba. The Chinese are setting stuff up there. But two days ago, the president of Guyana in South America got a hold of the United States and says, it looks like we're going to be attacked by the Venezuelans. Mm -hmm. Guyana is kind of, when they feel like it, an ally of ours. All right. They have oil fields right off the coast and they are afraid they're going to be invaded. So we, as of last night, now have U.S. troops in Guyana. Mm. So here's another hot spot. We've got China. We've got the Ukraine. We have the Mideast. We have Serbia, Kosovo. Now we have Guyana. What's that going to build up to? I mean, they supply quite a bit of oil. Venezuela does too, but nobody wants to use Venezuelan oil because it's terrible. So we have all of these things that really don't make the news, but could very well be a threat to us. Mm. We're going to have to do like the South Koreans have done. They have now what they call the senior army. Us old duffers, they are recruiting us and training us. And basically, they want to fill the ranks of the active military. Mm. So if you're old, but you can still walk and still think and your eyesight's okay, they'll give you a gun. They'll give you meals. They'll give you a place to rest. And they're probably more dependable than the young ones. So if you don't think we're going to get into a draft in the United States, wait till after the election. Mm. There will be a draft. I see it coming already. Yeah. Otherwise, the world is good. Wow. <laughs> well, well, that's a uh, that's uh, thank thanks for the encouragement there. Do you have the gift of encouragement, or do you you have to force yourself to be encouraging? <laughs> well, I do. I, you know what I do when I when I go through all of this and get ready to go to sleep, I say, Lord. Make sure I'm ready to go and take me when it happens. Yeah. Nothing we can do to stop it. You may as well accept it. Bad times are coming, but let's let's just use our head, get ready for it. Hope the Lord comes soon. If not, we'll all just get together, band together, and see what we can do for each other. 
Amen. And speaking of that, don't forget to our premier members. If you're a premier subscriber, uh, we want to remind you about the next Zoom session, which will be this Saturday at six o'clock Mountain. That's seven Central, eight Eastern, five Pacific. Uh, so log in. You should have already gotten an email about it. We'll send another reminder out Saturday. And Shane and Randy are both going to be joining us. We will uh, kind of throw some questions their way. I'll certainly answer questions as well, but this will be an opportunity uh, for our premier members to interact directly with our guests. And if you're not a premier member and you'd like to sign up, just go to notbyworks.org, click on the store button, or I think there's a banner on the highlight carousel as well that takes you directly to the premier membership. Uh, it's a small monthly fee and then uh, comes with all kinds of extra bonus material and um, benefits uh, such as our uh, regular Zoom sessions that is just for premier members. So uh, thank you, Randy. As always, appreciate the info. Lots of good stuff there. I uh, hope folks are uh, taking notes and paying attention. And uh, we look forward to next week. Next week, Randy and I will be doing the uh, World Events Update from Dallas, where I will be speaking at the Pre-Trib uh, Research Center Conference. And so uh, looking forward to that. But until next week, uh, God bless you, everyone. Don't forget uh, what we said at the beginning. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. We have all kinds of reasons uh, to be at peace. Uh, first of all, with God, if you know the Lord Jesus by faith, but then uh, the peace of God should reign supreme as we read the Word of God and, and understand that nothing surprises God. This is all uh, falling into place exactly like He wants it. And it's really exciting because we see the stage being set for the culmination of, of uh, God's uh, plan of the ages. So God bless you, everyone. Have a great uh, rest of the week, and we will talk again soon.